1,000 Flips with Kevin Link and Dan McDonald. How we, two real estate professionals, I use that term loosely, did 1,000 real estate transactions in the last five years. Episode four. Dan, how are you doing today? I am... I am charged up. I'm ready for episode four. I never thought we'd make it this far. Really? Wow. <laughs> Man of faith. Okay. So, you know, we I had a conversation earlier today that I think prompted us to have this discussion. I was talking with a, a, an agent that we are contemplating, you know, working with. And I guess just... For everybody's benefit, you know, we work with agents at Four Brothers. We work with agents all the time. Um, we do a lot of lead gen um, through TV ads and other other means, and we generate lots and lots of leads that are good for us, that we find properties that we can flip or wholesale. We also generate a massive number of listing leads as well um, through our marketing and... Um, we partner with real estate agents throughout the DMV and basically frequently will pass these listing leads over to them to work. Uh, oftentimes there are already scheduled appointments. We will schedule the appointment when our lead comes in and then I, we will work with one of our agent partners and have them go out, conduct the appointment and take it from there. Um, so my question for you, Dan you know, you have a, a real agent background, as we know, <laughs> um, which seems to have no value for purposes of this show, um, is we are generating list probably, I don't know, tell me, I don't want to overstate it, but maybe a listing a day from our lead gen, is, do you think that's it, fair? It probably is around there at this point. Okay. And... We hear, I know I hear, you probably talk to more agents than I do on a day-to-day basis, but we hear regularly, you know, especially in this market that agents are pretty hungry for listing. I mean, they're always hungry for listings, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. the core of the business and we get that. But it seems like right now with maybe... Inventory's low, there aren't a lot of listings out there, and we know a lot of agents who... uh who've historically been big listers um, who are really struggling to get them, and yet we aren't. Well, Dan, you don't need to brag about it. Yeah, I'm more sort of surprised that we're in this position. That Because to us, if we didn't talk to, to these agents, it would seem like listings were in abundance. Why would it seem like that? Because we're generating so many of them. You're saying if it was just based on our own sort of... If we were just uh, our vision, we had no peripheral vision. We were I would think everyone business. was getting a lot of listings. Okay. Well, I guess the question is, well, the, mar- the market is what it is, right? So it, whether it be inventory or whatever, but um, this is all sort of lead up to the question, you know, we, we get a lot of agents who know us or at least with the, no, the agents that know me and I by no means know uh, you know all the agents out there or anything close to it but um, reach out to us and you know with interest and 
working together for obvious reasons. You know, they are interested in getting lead flow from us, you know, retail lead flow. Um, what is, I, I guess I wonder, I think there are a lot of agents out there that don't work with people like us for whatever reason, but why do you think there is not enough, why do you think these partnerships are not more abundant, Dan? Um, I think a lot of them just haven't thought of this idea. I, th I think agents have... You think it's that simple? I think it's that simple. I think, um, I think... Hist in the in the brokerage community, at least as far as I'm aware, uh, people are m mostly using the same lead gen strategies. They they use Zillow, they use Realtor.com, um, they work their sphere, they do some farming, um, but I don't think it's occurred to them farming, uh, sending mailers to a neighborhood, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's occurred to them that. Uh, wholesaling businesses that are doing a lot of direct-to-seller marketing are coming across a lot of motivated sellers who happen to have nice houses um, and and a lot of sellers who are gonna end up listing the property and who aren't gonna end up working with the wholesaler um, I just I really think this hasn't occurred to them um, because if it had I think we would get a lot more calls from agents um, the agents we do work with we're a really consistent lead source for these for these folks. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, we're feeding listings to different agents and teams. Actual signed listing agreements that go to yeah. closing. Yeah. Um, no, multiple times a week, every week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like it's uh, close to every day at this point um, that something gets that something gets signed up for a listing that we sourced, um, which is great. Um, it, but it does, it, I, I guess I sort of, for me, I take it back, I, you know, I, and maybe I'm being sensitive, Dan, and you can tell me if that's the case. Okay. Um, but I can't help but think back to, you know, episode two, when we talked about the sort of anti-wholesaling bill, right? You mm -hmm. know, we've got a, a lobby of agents sort of, for whatever reason, um, are interested in sort of seeing, uh, at least in Maryland, um, wholesaling uh, perhaps being sort of cut down and, and eradicated in the state. Thankfully, that's not what the outcome was and hopefully won't be the outcome in the future. But um, at the same time, we work with lots of agents and their businesses have prospered as a result of sort of our existence. And I just wonder why there isn't a more sort of proactive approach on behalf of, of agents in the space to figure out ways to make um, partnerships work for their business. Again, I think it's as simple as they haven't realized the opportunity that exists. I think resourceful ones realize it would be, it would be much easier to capture that market share by partnering with wholesaling businesses, creating referral arrangements, um, or just just offering up your services and letting them know you can do a good job and letting them know that you know you might call them if you come across uh, a house that needs rehab sometime. Um, 
I think that's a lot easier and potentially a lot more profitable than uh, trying to change the law. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. Well, here, so do you think, Dan, you know, I guess my premise, my hypothesis is that for the most part, with some exceptions, but for the most part, if somebody is selling their house, um, they're... I don't really see these spaces as competing. So another wholesaler, right? That we compete against other wholesalers for that sort of segment of the market where people are selling their house for cash. I don't really view agents as being direct competition in most cases because if a seller is going to list their house, I think most of the time they're going to that's the route they're just going to go. I don't see myself going into an appointment uh, in many instances where somebody's about to list their house and being like, hey, you know, you could do it this way. And they're all of a sudden like, oh, wow, I'll sell it for cash, even though my house is really nice. I, I feel like the markets, there's some overlap there. There's obviously going to be some group where um, there are people who could go either way and may truly be on the fence and meet with agents and meet with uh, also meet with uh, investors. But I tend, I don't personally, maybe I'm, maybe incorrectly, I don't view agents as being directly competitive with what we do. I think that's generally the case, obviously not always, like the agent that you brought up in our buoy situation that we've now done well, a couple of episodes discussing, um, but of course, as we discussed, that was a unique situation. <laughs> Um, I don't view them as competition except in the only instance we've ever talked about here. (laughs) Well, which was a situation in which uh, the seller, the the client, um, seemingly wasn't actually wanting to list her home, but but somehow uh, the paperwork was signed. We we don't know those details yet. We'll try to get that agent on the show to uh, explain their side. (laughs) But... No, I tend to agree, and especially I do because it seems like most of the most of the sellers we work with, they're not they're not looking at us. They're oftentimes not uh, comparing us or 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 telling us that okay, I mean, it's either going to be you or I'm going to list it with Jane. Uh, they're often telling us, "I am not listing it under any circumstance. Yeah. Do not talk to me about listing it." I am going to sell this myself. So I think you're right. In the instances where where we buy it, um, typically the, the competition is is another um, direct buyer. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it, it's something that we have been doing for quite some time, working with other agents. And we've sort of, it, it's just been people that we sort of have gotten to know and become friendly with in the space. Um that have largely become the beneficiary of this um, program, if you will. Um, But I've always wondered, um, you know, we are hearing from more and more agents, especially in this market, I think now that there's listings are drying up to to some degree. Um, But I've always wondered why there hasn't been sort of a more uh, targeted effort on the, on even behalf of like a brokerage to partner up and really make this work for, for, um, for all of their agents, because, um, I don't know. We, yeah, we, 
we have a lot of listings. We again, we get Dan, a lot you, of listing you don't have to. You don't have to make it sound like that's a little, you know, braggardly, Dan. Well, you know, I don't, you don't have to be like that. Okay, is it not a lot? It's a lot, but you don't have to keep repeating it. Okay, okay. God. Um, but anyway, so I, I guess that's the extent of my piece. And I, I and I always and agents who are out there listening, who are in the the greater DC region, um, we welcome you to reach out. I mean, we we, we do. We, we number one are always interested um, in relationships that are mutually beneficial if and when you come across houses that need rehab please give us a call and we frankly have more listing opportunities than we have agents so uh we've got more opportunities for you guys and then if you're not in our area if you're not in an area that we work in um it might be a good idea to call your local large wholesaler um and see if you can help in this way because i think there's a high likelihood that they are not monetizing their leads that are that are going to go retail do you, I don't, I don't want a bunch of phone calls, Dan. Well, they can send in an email too. I, okay. I, I didn't know you were going to say that. I don't want, I, <laughs> we can back I, get, I get enough phone calls as it is. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, just to re- re- reiterate what Dan said, uh, Feel free to call Dan at any point if you have questions. <laughs> um, Write to JV at fourbrothers.com. Yeah, sure. You could do that. Um, no, I, I, I think, uh, well, we appreciate, you know, we work, we've worked with Jason Shepardak, um, who's, you know, that's just one of our partners. Got an awesome team. Amazing team. Um, and we met him kind of like randomly. Yeah, I mean, like a he's, year he's ago? a closer, and this is what companies like ours want. They want to work with closers. Are you a closer, Dad? Um, I was once upon a time. What, what are I've you been now? out of the game. What are you now? What do we call you now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I, know, I, haven't, I haven't given myself a title. <laughs> What does your wife call you? Janitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's uh okay. Well, yeah, Jason is Jason's a good guy and and he has runs a good uh, a great shop. He's got a good team. Um and that's one of the reasons we have have worked with him for the past year. Um he's also a much better dresser than Dan. Um and myself too. Um, Absolutely, like significantly Very, better. I think that incredible. was incredible. I was yeah. most impressed with when when we met him initially. I was like, "This guy looks like an actual professional." Right? I was sitting yeah. next to you. I was looking yeah. at you. We've been working from home for a while, sort of <laughs> just like he was wearing like growing a in all different directions. And <laughs> Jason was... is just so sharp. He looks like he's straight out of Hollywood. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I and I mean that as a compliment, I, Jason. If you're listening, uh, he made me blush. I was like, oh gosh, wow, this guy is looking like dapper. Look at he's. I, I was embarrassed. I was like, he must. Oh be- yeah, oh yeah. I can't hang out with Jason, or rather, I don't think Jason would hang out with me. <laughs> Jason got there. I was like, oh, so he's. 
I didn't realize you guys have just left the men's shelter. <laughs> he sort of backed his chair up away from us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it is, uh, I, I guess what I would say, Dan, is, uh, so let me just one final point, because one of the reasons we do this show, Dan, is that we have somewhat different perspectives, right? You know, I was in a former life an attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really focused on the retail side of real estate. You sort of built a whole career out mm-hmm. of being an agent initially. Yep. Um, one of the things I like to do is bring questions to you. You know, hey, Dan, from the perspective of a seasoned agent, sure, what gives, you know? What gives? And but then you you generally come back and say something like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. You need to find better questions, Kevin. That's the problem. Is, is it better questions or a better co-host? <laughs> uh, I need a better co-host. These dumb questions. It's like the other day when you told me you did like what I was asking you, so you just told me I was asking the wrong questions. You were. <laughs> well, so that's pretty much it. I told. Um, I think I told you that an agent wanted to hire us to train his team, and you kept asking what his name was. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you said you were like you referenced his name. We'll just say like. Abraham or something. You were like, we have a call with Abraham, and I was, like, who's Abraham? And you were like, the, the guy, guy, the guy we have a call. And I, I didn't train his team. I said, I don't What's know who his that name. Is. Who is it? Yeah, who's Abraham? I don't know who that is. I, did, I was like, I was basically. Saying, I had already I given you all of his information multiple times, sentence. and you were like, lost your mind. You're like, you're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> you were like, why would we do this? Uh, why do you think? <laughs> I didn't know who he was. That was the problem. I know. I, I think five times isn't enough to, to <laughs> tell you who someone is. Well, well, we did the call. And it I, went great. Yeah, it was great. So we're going to do some training so we're for, helping him out. for our friend Abraham. Yes. Okay. Now, who is he, though, is the question. I can't with you. I, okay. I don't... I, I, You've got. Uh, I you see. Dan comes in. He'll bring in ideas in. He doesn't give me a topic sentence, and then he yells at me. It's basically sort of the cadence here with our business dialogue. Do you, you have to work on your listening skills? What else do you have to say today, Dan? I have to say that agents who want to work with us, you want to brag about our listening skills? Should call us. Dan's like, we got listening. Call us. Coming out of every orifice. And I think uh, it's been a mutually beneficial arrangement for for lots of people for a long time, and I think it's something that that can grow. And uh, unlike Kevin, I am happy to talk to you. <laughs> and I why don't you tell I, everybody how many listings we have, Dan? <laughs> we got a lot of listings. I, I would hope we would have more. Uh, more people should reach out. I hope we get more. Um, and uh, yeah, we are. We unlike what Kevin said, we are here to talk to. Dan is here. You. Dan is here for everybody. I problems. am. I am a man of the people. Yes. My phone line is open. Former, a, former closer. 
closer <laughs> once upon a time. <laughs> now uh, mainly babysitter and house cleaner. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, I'm turning this off, Dan. Good. Uh, that's it for today. Uh, we'll talk to everybody soon. Thanks a lot.